Welcome to the Weekly Insight Podcast, where we break down the noise of the week and help you understand the psychology of the markets with your host, Andrew Dore at Insight Wealth Group. Morning. Welcome to the latest edition of the Weekly Insight Podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Andrew Dore. I appreciate you taking some time to join us this week. I hope you had a very happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's, I think, one of my favorite holidays. It actually, it is my favorite holiday. Why? We get to sit around with the people we love, enjoy the food we love, and then we don't have anything else to do for the rest of the day but watch some football. There is nothing wrong with that. So I hope you were able to enjoy it. I hope you all have something to be thankful for this year. So with that, let's move on. As usual, I'll begin as I always do with just reminding you that what you're about to hear should not be construed as individual investment advice, but instead just our opinions on what's happening in the markets and the economy. And if you want advice on your individual portfolio, I'd encourage you to give us a call. Last week when we chatted, uh, we chatted a little bit about the four big quote-unquote expectation moments between now and the end of the year. Those things that were going to determine just how merry of a Christmas we were going to have. And so the first of those, the release of the November Federal Reserve Minutes, happened on Wednesday, right before the holiday, 2 p.m. Wednesday afternoon. The market, based off of the trading we saw late Wednesday and the trading we saw Friday morning, I don't think there was certainly anything that the market saw there that scared it. If anything, it was considered good news. So we thought we'd go through that. But before we get too excited about it, it takes a a deep dive to better understand it. Uh, We're going to walk through that today. If you're interested in reading the Federal Reserve Minutes, if anything, if you need something to cure your insomnia, there is a link to the minutes in our weekly insight memo that you can get, which is linked in the show notes this week. Before we get into what they actually said, I think it's important to understand how all of this works and how all of it fits together. Because I think the most important thing to understand is what we are looking at right now is the Federal Reserve Minutes from the meeting that happened in November, on November 1st. So we're looking backwards in time at something that doesn't even include all the information we have now. I mean, remember, we had a really great CPI read in between that meeting and now. And we're trying to take that information and divine what it might mean for the future and for the Federal Reserve's meeting on December 14th. That's not possible. None of us are psychics. There's a lot of new information that's going to come out between now and the next Fed meeting. We're going to get the jobs report, PCE inflation, CPI inflation, all of which are going to influence what the Fed does next. And so what we're looking at today, our interpretation of the minutes is just that. It's an interpretation. We cannot begin to understand what the tone was in the room or which members were arguing for which position. So there's just simply no certainty from what we're about to talk about today. But there is some real insight to be gleaned. And it's something that we can weigh in addition to the information we're going to get over the next few weeks to begin to better understand what the future is going to hold. So just keep that in mind. None of it's perfect, but I think it is insightful. So first of all, let's start with the bad. There is still a difficult road ahead, and I think the Fed meeting minutes make that very clear. The first thing they said is that they're just not going to give us a big Christmas present by announcing in December that everything's hunky-dory and inflation is under control. We are not there yet. There were several comments that were seemingly unanimous. There's, There's something to note here is that there's a difference between when they say in the minutes, participants said or participants agreed versus when they say some participants said 
or even a majority of participants said. So there's a there's a big difference there. But when, when they say, quote unquote, participants said, that usually means that there is unanimous agreement on that statement. And there were several things that they said in a seemingly unanimous way that there is still significant work to be done. So I'll give you a couple quotes. Quote, participants concurred that inflation remained well above the goal of 2% and that the recent data on inflation provided very few signs that inflation pressures were abating. Now, interesting to note in that, that this comes before the November CPI data that we saw, which was seemingly showing a pretty good sign of inflation pressures abating. They also said, quote, participants agreed that ongoing increases in the target range for the federal funds rate would be appropriate and would help keep longer term expectations well anchored, end quote. They also said participants, again, this is the unanimous participants, continued to anticipate that ongoing increases in the target rate range for the federal funds would be appropriate in order to attain a sufficiently restrictive stance of policy to bring inflation down over time. Now, here's another one. This is not unanimous. This is, quote, many participants commented that there was significant uncertainty about the ultimate level the federal funds rate would be needed to achieve to achieve the committee's goals and that their assessment of that level would depend in part on incoming data, end quote. So what does this tell us? Simply put, they are not done raising rates yet. That second quote, I think in particular, is probably the most important because they talk about ongoing increases in the target range for the federal funds rate. That is essentially a mention of the terminal funds rate, or the terminal rate, excuse me, which we discussed last week on this podcast. The September summary of economic conditions indicated a target of somewhere between 45 and 5%. The market right now is assuming five and a quarter percent. So what is that outlook going to show in December? Based on this quote, we think it's possible that that number will be higher. And that's certainly a risk that we need to be paying attention to. Now, taking all that into account, they're certainly out there saying inflation isn't over and we're going to have to keep targeting it. There were substantive comments in the minutes that frankly indicated that they do realize that their attack on inflation is starting to bite and they're starting to have some success. So despite those risks we just talked about, I think we need to pay attention to that as well because the members noted in several places throughout the minutes that the current interest rate policies seem to be having some effect. For instance, in talking about housing, they said, quote, participants remarked that there had been a notable slowing in interest rate sensitive sectors, particularly housing, in response to the tightening of financial conditions associated with the committee's policy actions. This is a really important one to me personally, because I wrote a memo and we did a podcast a couple weeks ago. I'll link to it in the memo this week. But we showed that there was a very big disconnect happening between what's happening in the housing sector and what CPI is showing in the housing sector. CPI continues to show this big growth in inflation in housing, Whereas the real-time data from people who are renting and people who are buying shows that there's a big slowing. So considering that CPI is 40, or excuse me, that shelter is 40% of the CPI report, the fact that the Fed is acknowledging that this is slowing, even if it isn't showing up in CPI yet, I think is a very important point. 
They also attack the labor market. And the labor market is clearly one of the biggest issues that the Fed is most concerned about. With employment at 3.7%, it is very difficult to ensure that inflation doesn't rear its ugly head again. And so an acknowledgement by the committee that the labor market is beginning to come in line would be very good news. So what did they say? Quote, many participants noted tentative signs that the labor market might be moving slowly toward a better balance of supply and demand. These signs included a lower rate of job turnover and a moderation of nominal wage growth. They also said several participants commented on signs of moderation in nominal wage growth. Both of those good things because it's showing that the Fed is realizing that they're starting to have some impact on one of their biggest goals here. But then there's the big one for us. The big one is what are they going to do in the future? What does the future hold? And again, I don't have the tea leaves. We can't read the tea leaves. We're not psychics. But there are some things that they said that I think are important about future rate increases. And I'm going to read two quotes here. One, quote, a number of participants observed that it would become appropriate to slow the pace of increase in the target range for the federal funds rate. And then secondly, quote, a substantial majority of participants judged that a slowing in the pace of increase would likely be appropriate soon. So there's a thing there, right? First was participants observed. The second was a substantial majority of participants judged. So there's a difference between everyone saying it and a majority of people saying it, but a majority of the members of the FOMC are now saying that they should slow the pace of increase soon. That's exactly what the market's been waiting to hear. Frankly, I'm surprised there's not a slow the pace billboard up outside the Federal Reserve headquarters at this point. But this is it. This is exactly what the market's been trying to achieve. And so while I would say there's certainly no guarantee here, this comment makes it much more likely that if you compound it with the November CPI data and hopefully decent CPI data on December 13th, you start to combine those things and it's much more likely that we will see a 50 basis point increase in the federal funds rate in December instead of yet another 75 basis point increase. Now, there's still a lot of data to understand before we can be certain that that will happen. A bad PCE read, a bad CPI read, a bad labor read, all of those things could potentially put us right back where we started. But the minutes here make it clear that the Fed believes its actions are starting to work and we're getting closer to the beginning of the end, the beginning of the slowdown process. And that's good news for you. That's good news for me. That's good news for portfolios. How soon it's going to happen, how quickly it's going to happen is another piece of the puzzle that we don't know yet. So we'll leave it there. I hope you have a wonderful week ahead and we'll look forward to touching base with you again next week. If you have any questions in the meantime, please don't hesitate to give us a call at 515-273-1333 or you can visit us on the web at www.insightwealthgroup.com. I hope you have a great week. Happy holidays. Take care. Securities offered through RTA Wealth Management, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC, NFA. Investment advisory services offered through RTA Wealth Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment firm.